0: Welcome back to our part two sit-down with Miss Bronwyn Windenberg. And if you haven't heard part one, it was only two Mondays ago. Listen to that first. This chat will make so much more sense. We talk all about just not just Bronwyn joining RHOC and being on RHOC. We really kind of deep dive into why does nobody believe Bronwyn? Why, when she comes out as gay as an alcoholic, why does nobody believe her? We go there, we ask these questions, we get answers. We talk about her relationships. Now we talk a little bit about current RHOC. Do we have the right cast? I mean, do we want to keep Emily and Gina and Dr. Jen and Dubrow and Shannon, et cetera, et cetera. And all these rumors that they're already filming and all this Michigas, we deal with it all, and now we are going to continue our conversation, part two. You can listen to this without listening to the first part. I don't think that's going to make so much sense. I think you should listen to the first part first. But here is our continuation with Miss Bronwyn Windham Burke. So why, when you come out as gay and you come out as an alcoholic, and these are things that are real in your life? Why – I mean we look at like all the things Vicky went through and you say you're friends with Tammy. I mean why is it that people don't believe it when it's you? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that happen to a lot of housewives back to back to back. Why was that the narrative?
1: I think there's a few reasons. One, it's the culture of housewives is people don't want to believe it. When Doreed's house got broken into, people thought she made it up. That's disgusting. They did. Um, I think that's the culture. It's – I don't – people hate watch. I think that's new. I don't recall this 15 years ago. Well, there wasn't Instagram as popular anyway. So I think there's a culture of hate watching. You know, you want to aspire to something, but you also want to see it brought down. And I don't I don't understand the psychology behind it with the viewers. Um I don't I don't know. Uh I think for me the coming out as a mother was really hard on women. Women don't want to see a woman Li- living her best life. Like, you have children now. That's all you should do. I think there's a martyrdom in our society, especially with unhappiness with women. You know, they have to have a reason for being un- so, happy- so unhappy not changing their lives. And when they see women breaking out of that, they mm. have to bring her down. Otherwise, their lives don't make sense.
0: Um, right. Like, just staying when they don't want to. Yeah.
1: Like, or a lot of things. Just just, I think a lot of women are unhappy. You know, having children is very hard. Um, and I think if you you know go into the mommy martyr syndrome, it's easier to, to pull other women down. Um, I also think that there's a lot to be said about what Bravo airs. They get to pick and choose. So if they want that to be a storyline, oh, she's faking it for ratings, well, that's on them. They, sh- If I was editing the show, I would have had an uplifting story about getting sober and living your best life. But they didn't want to go that route. So they give airtime to another level and it is what it is luckily we do have social media so it took me a couple years but I do think people now believe I'm sober
0: <laughs> I think they believe that I think they believe that you're gay I think that uh, yeah I think they do yeah uh, but I definitely think it took a minute it took a, a half
1: long fucking yeah. time it I mean um and yeah that sucked but you know I know I know my truth I know it. Um, And I think as long as you know who you are, cut out the noise.
0: Were you mad that like Bravo kind of was going with that narrative?
1: Yes. (laughs) I mean, I you know, there is my – here's my PC answer. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for the platform. Blah, 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 blah. Like I've said that a million times. And although that is true, um, dude, that was fucked up. Like what is wrong with you people? I'm – You equated two women having sex to eating raw fish. Not cool. Not cool. Um, You said I was faking alcoholism. Not cool. Like, dude. No. Lame. Oh, we're We're a gay-friendly network. No, you're not. (laughs) Like, I might get in trouble for this. But, like, you know, my coming out story was big and messy and it didn't fit with the narrative that they wanted to push. So it's like, you know, coming out isn't always simple. Wow. Um, no. and you know they've they've recently cast, and I and I I love this. I do love this that Bravo finally has a same sex couple in Miami, but it's like that's more palpable. We can understand it. Famous couple, two kids. Um, Julia's story is. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for everything she's been through. She's an amazing woman, um, and I'm glad Bravo's done that. But you also need to give sort of some space for some coming out stories aren't easy. Right. And it's not going to be – you know, the DeBros. I I love that they accepted their children so, so amazingly. But that's not always the case. Not every kid has that experience. Coming out can be hard. Mine was hard. It wasn't all love and rainbows. So um, show that too because a lot of of viewers are sitting at home somewhere and it's not all good for them. So (laughs) –
0: No, I mean, (laughs) I get it. Well, I mean, also to that point – and I really – I need to look at the actual language that they use. But, you know, I believe they use the, like, oh, we've cast our first ever – Oh, I saw the it. press
1: release. Yeah, yeah. some A bunch of people sent it to me because they were so angry. They were like, what the fuck? It says, first, LGBTQ. Now, let's be honest. I'm not the first LGBTQ. There have been other um, queer housewives, you know, Ashley Darby, um, – Barb wasn't a housewife, but, you know, she's, she's um Well,
0: I uh, mean – Kim Zolciak
1: dated a woman. Candy has said that she has. So if we're and talking not about – to keep
0: it close to home, but Fernanda Rocha.
1: Yeah. She wasn't a housewife, but she – you know, she was cut down. She was supposed to be. She was cut out of the photo last minute. So there have been other LGBTQ housewives. Yes. Way before me. I wasn't even the first of that. So when they wrote the first LGBTQ, I was like, uh, No. And, but you know what? That's straight washing because they wanted to give it to you in a palatable form. And that's sort of what Bravo does. They whitewash. They straight wash. And I mean, I you know, I've gone on tangents about this. Um, but when I – yeah, a bunch of people sent that to me because they were like, what the hell? And I was like, I know because I'm not even that. Um, I'm the first lesbian housewife because Julia doesn't even identify as a lesbian. She did, identifies as bi, which is beautiful. Right. Um, and – but – To just sort of negate everything I'd gone through on camera and pretend like it didn't happen earlier ish, one and a half. That hurt because I was like, wow, you're trying to erase me. And it's that straight erasure, erase, yeah, that's the right word, straight erasure that was so hard. It was like, at least, at least don't do that. They were the first gay couple and that's beautiful and we need more of that. And I hope we get a trans housewife soon. Like, let's keep going, you know, don't stop with that. But for when they wrote that, It was like a middle finger to me and all the other housewives that have come out as bi or queer.
0: And we had Lauren Foster in Miami, friend of – I think she was an official friend of way back, way back in the day, like season one, two, three maybe.
1: Okay. Something
0: like that. She's been on my show. Do you think – so when you say straight wash, what like Julia has a famous wife, Martina, this is a great way to present it. Is it that? Yes. Like and just –
1: this is something that Middle America can rally behind, you know. It's like having your gay best friend who's a designer. We love that, right. you know. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that we can handle homosexuality uh, as a, as a country that we're comfortable with, you know. Julia's wife is a national treasure, so oh, okay. She's sport. She's a, that's something. Okay, even in my conservative household, I can rally behind that. I am married. I'm sleeping with a woman. I have seven kids. Oh no, that's messy. We don't want that because that's that's bad. Women don't do that, you know. I don't feel like I was cheating at all because I was very open about everything that was happening. But you know, technically, I'm still married.
0: You are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you are. I don't yeah. know if that's even technically like Technically,
1: so I still am. You know, we're so. I think it was it was just trying to make it more palatable. And I get it because it's a network that needs ratings. And let's be honest, you know, it's struggling right now with that. So you don't want to tune any more long-term
0: viewers out. Right. It is struggling with that, which I have a question about that in a second. But yeah. And, you know, yes, everyone – and I think it's that everyone knows Martina, you know, for 20 years. Like she's gay. Like that's obvious. Like we all know that. So it's not even like – it is a same-sex couple, but in a way it's like – a woman who's clearly a lesbian that we all know about for 30 years or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. It's
1: easier. Yeah. I do think Bravo needs to give more, um, just more props to the women that have come out before because it's not easy to come out as bi. It's that, it's hard to come out as bi because people don't believe you. Uh, I've noticed that with a lot of my, my bi friends. They think that you're doing it for attention.
0: The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here.
1: 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as... What are you waiting for? Go to indicloudco slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indecloudco slash spring24. That's co.com to snag 30% off your first order.
0: I would tell you what Relief Band is, but it's just what it sounds like. It's relief in the form of a band. The one thing I was born with is motion sickness, and it's really cars and boats and ugh. It's all awful. It causes nausea and vomiting. And let me tell you, Relief Band has changed all of that. I wear it around my wrist, it is so stylish. And it really helps with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines. Yes, it does help with hangovers and I've used it for that as well. I mean, I am in the Hamptons living my like, you know, fun girl summer over here. I went on a boat for the first time this summer and I was actually okay. And don't let the fear of nausea prevent you from being present in life's most important moments. Right now, you can join over 100,000 Relief Band users with an exclusive offer for Just Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. You go to reliefband.com, use promo code VELVET, and you get 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember, it's better to have a Relief Band and not need it, I've been there, than to need it and not have it. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F B-A-N-D dot com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Hey ladies look I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys they also have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the EVA. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the Palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like, and guess what? That leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right, daneproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. You guys knew I do everything to stay young. Yeah, a couple of shots to the face never hurt anyone. But look, staying young isn't just about how you look, you know. That's why I use metabolic reds. They're anti-aging nutraceuticals that you drink. That's right. I use these before and after I exercise, and actually they work great as a meal replacement. Now, of course, everyone wants to live longer and healthier, and I mean, you know I'm trying to lose weight, and I need as much energy throughout the day as possible. And I'm so busy, so like for me, I love something that is all of this in one, and that is what Metabolic Reds does. They're energy drinks and shots that like, for me, it helps perfect with like that midday crash, right when I'm about to like, oh, I work at home doing this podcast, I wanna take a nap, totally picks me up. They taste awesome, and, like, I find they give me as much energy as, like, coffee. So listen, you guys have to try this. Go to getreds.com, that's G-E-T-R-E-D-S.com slash velvet, getreds.com slash velvet, and unlock your offer of a free metabolic greens with your purchase of metabolic reds. That's right. Go to getreds.com slash velvet to unlock your offer of a free metabolic greens when you purchase metabolic reds. You know, we have all these guests on this show and you hear all their dogs in the background. Well, listen, I've been telling all these housewives about the Revolve Dog Crate from Diggs and they're actually using it and they cannot get enough. Listen, the Diggs Revolve Dog Crate is freaking amazing because it's a collapsible dog crate that's so easy to set up and transport and store it doesn't take any space use one hand and you can just set it up and then you can collapse it when you're not using it of course it is safety tested they use baby industry standards to test, So you know that your dog is your baby, let's be honest, and this crate is safe. It's sexy, it's pretty, it looks good, it looks like a piece of furniture. And by the way, it is the summer and we're all traveling. They also make travel crates, that's right. They're passenger travel carrier. It's like five stars for your dog. So look, make home comfortable for your pet and go to digs.pet slash velvet and you get 15% off just from listening to this podcast. That's D-I-G-G-S dot P-E-T slash velvet to get 15% off site wide. Your dog will start thanking you today. You know?
1: um, And so I think to write first LGBTQ was really, really rude to not just me, but to... You know, the other women that came before me.
0: Yeah. And I'm not even like, I'm sure if I really took a minute, I but would be Yeah, think, there's yeah, more, there's but like, more, there's, but... it's not a small group.
1: And I think we need to, I think we need to acknowledge that sexuality isn't black and white. It's not one or the other. For a lot of us, it's fluid and let's embrace that.
0: Right. I mean, you were just the first one I thought of just because you were a housewife. You are a housewife and it was only like one season before. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of people sent that to me. Like, what the f I'm like oh
0: wow what about when people say things like okay you came out and then is this see I'm like being easy on you today no well like you came out and then like in you know your first two relationships one of them is Fernanda we don't have to listen you're in a happy relationship now you met the love of your life we don't have to but like Oh, well, really? I mean, out of all the girls in Orange County, you happen to pick – there was this also this narrative that went along oh. with, oh, Bronwyn, you're calling the paparazzi. You oh, yeah. Like That's another, right. I forgot right. that, too. Okay. There was that, too. It well, all kind of goes together. Like, you're picking the other housewife, lesbian in Orange County. Like, you want press. You want the paparazzi. <laughs> so when I – I
1: didn't remember her from that season because although I was like, oh, I'm a fan of the show. I used to watch in the background with the kids. I had no recollection that she'd been on the show until Faces by Bravo, Stephen, who's my good friend, posted her. And I went, wait, what? I didn't know. So I see it on his page, and I DM her right away. Now, at the time, if you go onto her page, she was married. And it's pictures of her and her wife. Yeah. So I wasn't hitting up her DMs. I was more like, oh, my God, here's someone that's been through this before. I would love to have her as a friend. So I met her. We went for coffee. I went to her gym. And I was sort of explaining my own marriage, how we were trying to do an open marriage, which she was trying to do at the same time. So I didn't know that when I DM'd her. Turns out they ended up getting divorced and open marriage didn't work for them. But I I didn't DM her to hook up with her. I DM'd her because I didn't have any gay women friends in Orange County. I don't know where to meet them because you go to like the local gay bars, they're all 20 – you know, yes. so here is this woman who's had a job of mine. We have kind of a connection. And I will say this too. When I was hanging out with her, she has an amazing group of gay women friends that was so important for me to have at that time. Like I learned a lot from the people she hung out with. Um, an that's amazing good. group of, of just powerful, strong gay women. So I I didn't hit her up. Now, that's being said, she's hot. It's very pretty. Like very
0: I mean, you are too. Your new girlfriend is. You're all really hopping. So yes, once Fernandez I found, is gorgeous. Yes. So
1: once I found out, oh, so your marriage is, oh, oh. I mean,
0: she owns a gym. She's in shape. Like, you know. And,
1: but that was it. Like, I, I did not hit her up for press, for paparazzi. I did. I really wanted a friend. I needed a friend. And to have a gay woman friend in a conservative town would have been, you know, great. So that's why I DM'd her. I didn't really what was going on in her marriage at the time. She's you know been divorced for over a year probably now, Um, and then just one thing led to another. I will say, I I you know Fernanda is a great human. We we were better suited as friends. Um, We did have a great time. We did, but I think our connection was more. I mean, she's hot.
0: Yeah. So, she is hot. hot. I've had her on this show, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, she's hot. This is this is nice here. and i and i'm a gold star. Like how I, could i not? Yeah. I you know,
1: um She's but hard. we're be, we're better suited as friends.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. <sighs> well, why do you th- But so i i mean i don't know, it all goes back to the same like and as
1: far as the wh- calling paparazzi can we all just take a minute to say yes. two things. One, Kelly Dodd put my address on the internet. I did not live in a gated community at the time. Um we all lived in the same community, not gated.
0: Thank you, Kelly. odd.
1: that photo of me and Chris was a big deal. It had nothing to do with me. You know, there was no calling the paparazzi. They sat in front of my home. There was two cars. Um, for a long time, even my kids would like get to the point to wait. The first time it happened, I was scared, but I realized what it was. They followed me, and that's just the truth of it. Like, cause. I was the first gay housewife dating a woman. Those photos were worth something, you know. Yeah. It wasn't me calling them. They get paid money for those. That's it. Am I getting followed now? No. Because now I'm just doing boring shit like watching the English baking show with my girlfriend. like
0: And going to Coachella and, and – You know,
1: but like you have to put in context that time period. And I remember some of my castmates, there's no paparazzi at the beach. You're right. They would follow me from my home. And I just got used to it and I didn't care. Whatever. It is what it is. That doesn't happen to me anymore. So there was a brief amount of time where that was the case. That time has ended. You know, I live in a gated community now. Um, But those photos were worth a lot of money. When I was first dating Victoria, we were at the beach in Miami. I didn't know they were there, but we had posted that they were there. Like there's certain places you know you're more likely to. Miami is one of them. Um, But – just so you guys know, we don't call them. They get paid for the photos. That's it.
0: Period. They and do. if there's
1: not a need, they're not taking the photos. So no. Th- and that's just how this works. Right? Like
0: they're not they're not on Bieber twenty four seven because he's so wonderful and great. It's like yeah. Gets, and Kelly Dodd had the same
1: thing. Kelly Dodd had the same kind of when we both were let go at the same time because they knew where we lived, same community. They were following both of us. Like it wasn't just me. It was just. That is the the culture. I'm sure other housewives have had times in their life where that happens too.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes and yes. Yeah.
1: Now it doesn't. Now uh, no one follows me
0: except for my dog. (sighs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you speak of losing your job. So then after after you lost your job, along with Kelly Dodd and Elizabeth Vargas, it's okay. I've been fired from many jobs and this is why I've worked for myself for the past gazillion years. So after you lost your job, then there was this – I think – I don't know if it was on Radio Andy, but Andy Cohn said, you know, with Bronwyn, she was going through, you know, coming out as gay and, like, and being an alcoholic. And there was just so much. And he implied, like, there was just a lot of, like, stuff.
1: I mean, I took it as you're not mentally stable. That's how yes. – Yeah. That's how I was like, huh, that's weird because none of you talk to me. So how the hell would you know? Because um, no one told me. No one talked to me. No one checked in. I was doing great. Was was it hard to get sober? Sure. On everyone, that first year is intense. But, you know, that was lame. I'm probably one of the most stable housewives there is right now. Like, I put in the work. Do I have issues? Absolutely. You know, I have past trauma. I have stuff. I work on them. But let's be honest. I've seen many a housewife spiral, and their cameras are right there front and center. They don't care about our mental health. That's bullshit. Don't eat – Don't even pretend to care about our mental health. You don't. Um, As long as we're not a liability and we're bringing in money. I think it was more – I was very polarizing during Black Lives Matter. Very. You know, I still am. I can't. I can't keep my mouth shut about social justice. I mean, I remember when Shannon's like, oh, I don't do politics. I'm like, it's not fucking politics. It's human lives.
0: Okay, right, whatever. This is... But
1: I am very polarizing.
0: If there's one thing you guys know about me from listening to this podcast, it's that I like options and I like simplicity and I like convenience. And I have to tell you, Talkspace kind of feels like having a therapist in my back pocket. I'm able to reach out to my therapist anytime from anywhere and that makes taking care of my mental health super easy. I'm more relaxed when I'm traveling. You know I'm in the Hamptons all summer, so I mean, I'm on the go. And I just love knowing that if I need to talk to my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am, and hey, they respond. Also, I got to tell you, if you're thinking of therapy, you can sign up for Talkspace and you can actually start therapy the exact same day. Like I said, simplicity and results. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. I mean, I really don't understand why people change their shirt and their shoes and their underwear and everything else every day, but they wear the same pair of glasses. Well, not me, if you look and follow me on Instagram, you'll see I have a different pair of glasses almost every time you see me. And here's the secret, I don't spend a fortune. With pair eyewear, you pick a base and then you pick a bunch of toppers that go over the base. It's really that easy. So for my base, I picked the Finley. They're stylish, they're cool, they're sophisticated. And then I picked a whole bunch of toppers that go over those. So when you see me with like pink camo glasses and green polka dot glasses, it's all the same pair of glasses. I just changed the top. So economical. The base frame start at $60, and yes, that includes prescription lenses. They also have sunglasses for the summer, so you can get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PairEyewear.com slash velvet for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com slash velvet. I got to tell you guys about Radix Remedies. What I love from Radix Remedies the most is their THC gummies. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's a cannabis edible, and I don't know, the THC gummies make me feel great. They enhance my reaction time. They reduce my anxiety and stress. Let's really stress that, no pun intended. Kind of do both at the same time and really help me focus to do this podcast every day. I also love the sleepy bears which are delicious and yep they're effective sleep aids. I don't know, my mind doesn't turn off at night. So the sleepy bears from Radix Remedies really help. They're cannabis and melatonin infused and you know, I don't know, if you're not getting sleep, you ain't functioning. It's as simple as that. Radix Remedies has everything. They have topicals and edibles and dry bud and Just the possibilities are endless. All of Radix Remedies products can be purchased as monthly subscriptions at reduced rates. There's also free shipping on orders over $35 and you get 15% off with promo code VELVET. Go to RadixRemedies.com and just for listening to this podcast, you get 15% off with promo code VELVET and free shipping on orders over $35.
1: You know, I'm an out and proud liberal that fights for social justice as much as I can. That, too, that put off a lot of people. You know, I was getting death threats. I lost tons of followers. Um, I remember when I did the movement, Not a Moment, asking production not to tell my cast members because they're going to come after me with a bullseye, and they did. You know, a lot of the things they said were lies. I I have text messages from them, racist text messages from them that I never put out there. But this is how I met Noella. This is how I met Noella. I um was coming to a... A protest in Orange County in Newport Beach. And I had a group text with everyone from the cast. And uh someone had sent a photo of Crendel Mar all boarded up. That's where we live in Newport Beach. And I was like, oh, we were there? Awesome. I'm coming too. We should all go together. Because I thought, how great would that be to all the housewives to show up in solidarity, you know, for Black Lives Matter. Keep in mind, this is Corona Del Mar. It was like a parade. It's the safest place in the world. Um, it wasn't what you were seeing in Portland. Like Newport's it not that. Saved. It was strollers and old people and you know, the That's police were handing out water. And um, and so uh and that was not her point. <laughs> and so it became racist memes. You're a bad mom, you're a terrorist. Now, this is what the the group chat with the other women I'm filming with is becoming. I'm like – so I call my showrunner. I said, I cannot film with these fucking women. This is probably the reason I was fired. (laughs) I cannot film with these people. I cannot stand them. They are racist. I cannot cannot do this. And he said, call Noella. She had been like in casting in the thing the year before, hadn't got casted. He said, call her. I think you guys are going to get along. And that's how I met Noella because she was a like-minded – social warrior justice person, and we bonded over this, you know, in this time of Black Lives Matter because we both cared about our city and we wanted to make change for the better. Obviously, she is half black. So for her, it's personal for her her, and her children. For me, it was just, you know, the feeling that every life matters and every life should be equal.
0: Yes and yes. Yeah. That's all true, and I didn't realize that was how you met Noelle. Yes.
1: Oh, and I will say this too because this is another thing because I forget them. Uh, Kelly said I called a photographer to take photos of me at Black Lives Matter. Those I have beautiful photos from the Huntington Beach one, which was not peaceful. My children were not at that one. Um, I had done something called Wives Helping Lives when the pandemic first hit with Jennifer Armstrong, the new housewife. And we had been putting together care packages for the nurses. And a photographer had come and helped us take photos for that. And she just happened to be at – the Huntington Beach protest. And she recognized me because we'd worked together. And so afterwards, she said, hey, I have beautiful photos Do you. And she sent them to me. She was there on her own. I was there on my own with my friend at the time. And I, and the photos she took, some of them were of me, but some of them were just like there was one of a young girl standing up to the National Guard. I mean, they were powerful, beautiful photos that needed to be seen. I didn't hire her. I just happened to know her from something else I had done. And for that to have been giving legs to was
0: not cool. That was given legs, yes, yeah, yes and yes, so going back to the Andy thing for a second, yes, I do agree with you that if we're being honest, right they no one cares about your mental well-being no no, no
1: I mean we're we're collateral damage, you know, we are easily replaceable, um yeah. never get a big head because there's a million of us that want this opportunity, and everyone thinks it'll be different for them.
0: No. I've said this so many times that in my next life, or if I had any time in this one, which I don't, I would have a course, a consulting business, and the minute you got hired from House for Housewives, you would call me, and I would sit you down, and I would say, this is how your first year is going to be, this is how your second year is going to be, and this is all the things you should do. And the day it's over is the day that, like, the door is basically slammed on you and your phone calls probably will never be returned again.
1: No. And I, why even bother trying? When you're out, you're out.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And you and, – And everyone thinks it's going to be different. It's not.
1: Oh, I didn't. I knew. And I was fine with it. Luckily, luckily, my passion is sobriety. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. But I still have a platform to do what matters to me. And I've been able to thrive in that. So, yeah. Um I think it's when you try to hold on to that that you probably have problems, but like I said, I totally stepped it. Um and if you guys are listening to this what you don't know is we almost did this interview like 2 months ago
0: or 3 or three 4 months. Or something like that. And
1: the day before I called you and said I can't do it. I'm not I can't do it. I was having a panic attack. I can't talk about it. My time on there was so triggering. Um I don't want to say PTSD cuz I don't want to minimize that it's not that, but it's something similar, and I was having a full blown anxiety. I'm like, I can't, I can't do the interview. I'm sorry. I, I haven't, I haven't recovered from this.
0: And <laughs> I was like, I mean, I can't, in all good consciousness say that you should do this interview, because yeah, listen, I feel that like when Ebony was here a few weeks ago, she said something about in a positive way. She's like, you know. This is over and it's like stepping into the lion's den with you. And was, she's been here many times and she's like, that's a compliment. I'm like, yeah, like this isn't the. I, listen, there's no point in being here if we're not going to be honest, right? Yeah, and but that was. Go do another podcast. Go do another show. Come to me, people but, when you are ready.
1: And I did. And I thought I was. I thought I was ready. And then the no. day before, I was like, I'm sorry. And then you know, you were so kind. You're like, I get it. This is not the first time I've heard this. <laughs>
0: Well, when I was, spoke to you, I was like, no, I don't think you should be here tomorrow. No. I, I would like you to be, but it all – like as a human being I hadn't thing, worked no. through
1: the trauma of it all because what they do to us is traumatizing. And you don't know. You, you, listeners, you don't understand you, to, what it is to give your entire life over to someone and then have no control over what happens.
0: <laughs> no control over what happens and no control over when it ends. Like – it truly is like you are dating someone madly in love, being like, we are on, you know, we've been dating for two years. Tonight might be the night. He might be proposing to me. Like, I can't believe this. You know, he's called. He wants to have a special meeting. And then you go and they're like, this is over. Yeah. And you literally show up to that meeting thinking you're going to be proposed to.
1: And you never see them again. Right. It is. It is traumatizing. It's it's an insane ra- – I'm, I'm grateful for it, though, because it's it's – You can't describe it unless you've lived it.
0: What did you think, though, when Andy was... Because, I mean, he didn't say it about Kelly. I mean, he said some other things about Kelly. But, like, when it was this narrative of, like... I thought it was an easy
1: out. I thought it was bullshit and an easy out.
0: You did. And you never thought to yourself, well, he's saying, you know, I came out as an alcoholic. I came out as gay. If I just kept those things to myself, maybe I'd still oh, my job. I knew. I I remember Carrie Birdingham when I was
1: going through all this, she's like, girl, stop talking. You're going to get fired. It's too much. It's too much. No, I knew. I knew. I'm not an idiot. Um, I'm many things, but dumb is not one of them. I knew, but I also can't live my life any other way. I should have edited. If I had wanted to keep my job, I should have edited myself, but I'm never going to edit myself. I'm just not, you know? Well, um, isn't
0: that ironic that, like, the thing that everyone can, is is accusing you of, uh, of all this fakeness, really, you're saying, like, you wouldn't have done it differently even <laughs> if it would have saved your People job. People
1: say I'm fake and I'm like, I, unfortunately, I'm the most honest person on that show that year. Like, that's the irony of it all. I got fired because I'm too honest and I share too much. Yeah. But on the flip side, I, you know, n- am now doing such positive things with it and, the you know from sharing my story is how I feel like you, you can save lives and change lives. So do I want to be a housewife or do I want to help people? I'd rather help people.
0: That's very admirable. Did you watch this past season that is now come and gone, season 16? No,
1: I didn't. And I'm not gonna be like, oh my God, it's so no, I didn't watch it because it hurt. I have two of my friends on it. It sucked. It
0: Her was two like two friends being
1: Jennifer and Noella. So It's like going on Instagram if you're not invited to the prom. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I watched one episode um, because I did a thing with Tamara, and that was it.
0: So you are – But I
1: also don't live in a cave, and I know what's going on.
0: (laughs) You know what's going on. So let's go back to – so you are still friends with Noella? Because, I mean, you know – No, right? I mean, do you think that she was cast just because she was your friend I mean, there's there's that there's that drama narrative. No, 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 no.
1: no. She was already up for casting when we met. Um, So I've always made it very clear she didn't use me to get on the show. I was introduced to her through
0: through a a producer. So
1: we both knew going into it, our friendship was meant for a reason. Um, I didn't think we were going to get along as well as we did, but like I love her. Uh, Did we have a falling out? Yes. To this day, I don't know what happened. Um, I've heard what she told people. I don't know if she really said that or not. I don't, so I'm not going to comment on it because I didn't hear it from her. Um, I, I know what happened.
0: Um, but I feel like there's a missing piece to the puzzle that I don't know. Do you think, since you don't want to elaborate on all that at the moment, do you think that it was like, I'll do anything to be on Housewives and now, I mean, Bronwyn's off, so I certainly don't want to be seen with her. No. I know that's not the truth. Um,
1: I know her well enough to know that's not what happened. So when she got hired and I got fired, I called her first. She actually found out she was hired because I was crying. So that – you know, that was not cool of me. But she was my first phone call. Um, And then I got home and I wrote a text saying, you know, I wish you nothing but the best. This is just so hard for me. I need a break. Then two hours later, I'm like, I changed my mind. I miss you. Like literally it was two hours. When I say I needed a break, I took a two-hour break. Right. Um, And she never returned my text. I sent her multiple ones like – um, and I – like the last text I sent her, I actually am making fun of myself. I'm like, OK, I'm not going to send you anymore because I don't want to add stalker yeah. um, to my list because I was sending her text after text. and She wasn't replying. I was calling her. She wasn't calling back. And I knew it was rude of me to say, hey, I need a break. But like it, it was two hours.
0: Yeah. And
1: it was a really – you know, I just been fired. Like I, I was like our friendship is bigger than that. Um, She eventually wrote uh, Sean an email saying, Bronwyn's tried to hurt my family. Um, I know she's been saying horrible things about me. Sean wrote back and said, I've been with her the whole time. Like she's not talking. uh, And So what do I think? And I have no proof for this. This is just what do I think. I think someone that she trusted said something to her to push her away from me. So that you become closer to the other women.
0: And this person is on the show now.
1: Uh, I I like I said, this is just my opinion. I have no yeah. facts for this. I would I wouldn't have been surprised if someone in production had done that. Because she is not the kind of person to cut people out for no reason. Um, we were so close. We had genuinely love for each other. We still do. And you can tell when she talks about me and I talk about her, like we're both just hurt. Neither one of us. We did talk uh one day. Um We have talked once. I reached out when her father died and then we – she called me on the phone and we have talked but, you know, there's just so – there's just so much there. One day we will. I think we genuinely will love each other forever.
0: And do you think the person in production, which I know is just your opinion – Just my opinion. Said like – (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly just your opinion said to her like distance yourself. She's fired or actually said something like Bronwyn said such and such about you. That's what I
1: think. Yes. I think that is the most likely scenario given how close we were.
0: Interesting,
1: because she's a ride or die.
0: Well, a producer's job in The Housewives is to create.
1: Yeah, no, and I don't, I don't blame anyone for it. You know, it's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's just an interesting just... world. Producers do what they have to do to get the best show possible. That is their job. It's like getting mad at a shark who bites you. You
0: can't. So. No, you can't. So you, we were going to do this two, three, four months ago. I don't know. I, I, time does not make sense to me. And then you called me and you were upset and I was like, I cannot convince you to do this. I mean, right, because it was it, – listen, it was like the five stages of grief, right? Like you were grieving losing your job, which was taken away without any warning. Like, so where are you now? Like, are you truly – like having nothing to do with being here today. Like, are you totally over this? No,
1: I don't, no, I don't think I ever will be – there's still moments that you miss, you know? BravoCon will be hard not going this year because I loved it. Um,
0: you think we're definitely having it this year? I don't – who knows? I, I don't make – I can't even
1: plan tomorrow. I know. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but like – am I glad I'm not on that cast? Yeah. Would I? Do I want to be in front of the camera again? Yes. I love it. I do love it. Um, if that makes me thirsty, so be it. You know, Anyone that goes on reality TV is thirsty. No wildflowers are in this business. I love it. Um, I really do. I really love it. I find it so fun. Yeah, you know. I do. Um and I like connecting to people. I like sharing stories. So will I always miss it a little bit, of course. And it's such I mean, it's such a beautiful like being a housewife is it's, it's not a bad cool. gig. <laughs>
0: it's
1: it's so not cool. a bad gig.
0: Like you're in a club of
1: I mean like, right? look at the women like Sonia Morgan. Yeah. I get to be included in a group with someone like that. Like Tamra yeah. Judge, these are icons. So they are icons. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was just saying today, I was talking about Tamara. I was like, Tamara's like, I mean, when you rank these people one through 39, Tamara is up there. She is up there. Uh, E-News
1: just did that. Did you see it?
0: I know Carlos King did his top 10. They did Mm. the whole thing, like one through 130. It was like
1: 160?
0: Where were you, you, When Do you know?
1: I was around, I was in the 50s.
0: Okay. That ain't bad.
1: Yeah. I was like, at one point I'm like, did they forget my name? Because I was getting up there with like the, the queens. I was like, oh.
0: Interesting. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you did it. Oh, really? Okay, I'm gonna have to go see this.
1: Cool. Okay. And it's, and it's an interesting one. And there was actually something house that I forgot about. I'm like, oh
0: yeah. Yeah, like, Remember that season one, um, Lisa Wu on Atlanta, and yeah, no, I remember her. Deshaun Snow. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so like, look, so you know, you lost your job, which I guess I keep saying, but what about this cast? I mean, they kept Emily. They kept Gina.
1: I think they're safe. You know, they're not a lot of – they're not polarizing. You had Kelly Dodd and me and it was like, ooh, that's too much. So they just kept the safe things, you know, the moms in middle America would, would like. It was a, it was an interesting casting this year. I, It didn't make sense to me at all, especially knowing that like Megan King was up, that Tamara couldn't come back. They could have had an amazing cast.
0: They could have had an amazing cast. And the
1: weird thing is too is why do you cast – you know, the show works better when people are friends. We as viewers all know that. When you have genuine friendships – it's better. Uh, there's no genuine friendships on the show this year. None. Zero.
0: Except for Emily and Gina.
1: Are they really? No. They start posting right before casting to pretend they're they're not really. Like, no, they're not. They just know that they're better together. So I think that's what's missing. There's no heart or soul in the show anymore. It's gone.
0: Well, ratings also suggest that as well. I mean, they weren't great.
1: No, they were horrible.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of talk, Emily and Gina. I mean, will they ever be the new Vicky and Tamara?
1: Oh, God, no. You know, and like Tamara's not always – or Vicky's not always nice to me and I can handle it because whatever. Um, but she's an amazing housewife. Let's let's all take a moment to remember when her, she got that phone call about her mother. I mean, that was real. That was honest. You know, watching her and Tamra in Cabo, that was, that was good. That was yeah. good TV. We don't have that heart and soul anymore. Like – I Brianna when she bought her that car and then she goes you have to pay for
0: it. Listen, Vicky you know? had me at the family van. Like, I was like, who is this woman?
1: The, the, it was it was good it television. Was good. They weren't trying to break each other down. They weren't trying to destroy each other's lives. Even if they got into fights, they made up. There was real women, real friendships, and I think that's what America wants right now. Like, you know, Emily's emo. She just goes on for dirt on people. It's she it, she's she's a truly miserable human being. She's qu- she's just not happy human really uh, no um and you know they don't have a lot going on in their real lives they don't do much
0: people the audiences started turning on gina too
1: well you know i will say gina gets a really good at it from uh the years that i was on there she actually is quite mean and she got a very good at it i think kelly dog called her out on that too like entire scenes would be cut out wow. so you have to remember when you're watching this that you're going to see what they want you to see and that yeah you know th- some of us are good people that do bad things I think that's what I fall into. I'm a good person that does bad things. Some people are bad people that do good things. And that's pretty that's, – that's where I'm going to put Emily and Gina. They're just not good people.
0: Really? Um,
1: You know, like Vicky – like I said, Vicky doesn't like me, but she's a good person. She's done a couple bad things. Same with Tamara. You know? I, yeah, I think
0: um, Vicky is at heart like a good – honest. Yeah. like when Tamara was on my show, Tamara said something and I never understood it and then I did. She's like – you know, Vicky didn't even know she was on a reality show for like 14 seasons. She's right. Like, yeah. Like Vicky – just is Vicky. She really is. And I think really. we're
1: losing that, you know. It's very produced. There's certain cast members this year that are producing themselves. Um, I think a lot more now like, who? like you know, Heather's was very produced. You know, she doesn't let you into what she doesn't want you to see. Um
0: Do you know I, Heather
1: in the Real World? We've met a few times at Orange Theory and our kids were at the same Taekwondo studio, but no. Um I will say, but you know, she's an actress. And that's that works too. Like Beverly Hills is similar. I love – but I love Beverly Hills. Um, it's
0: going to be a good season. Yeah.
1: So, But I think, you know, I think there's some people go on the show to sell a product. Some people go to get an unhappy marriage because it gives you financial security. You know, there's yeah. a lot of reasons to go on the show now that aren't I want to share my life.
0: What about – like does any part of you take pleasure or just smile a little bit in the fact that, you know, they let you go to make room for somebody – to bring back Heather, to hire Jennifer Armstrong, to hire Noella, and here we are—we have bad ratings. Like, does any part of you say, Good. "Yeah, the petty
1: part"? <laughs> um, I wish I could say I was that far on my journey that it it didn't help numb this thing. It does. If it was doing well and it was getting over a million, it'd be like, "Oh, that sucks." But it, yeah, of course, it's like when your ex—you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, 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 I would be.
1: I look. I work every day to be the best person I can, but there is still a part of me that can be a petty bitch at times. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Well, I think also <laughs> like no, I mean that's honest. I mean, I, 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 I can't I, be
1: anything but honest. I wish I could be. I would be thrilled. Like, Are you kidding me? Like I said, I'm a good person that can still do bad things, but yeah, it does help numb the sting. Yeah,
0: for sure. I would be. I mean, well, you know, it's like Andy, even leading into the season. This, there was a lot of buildup. Look, look. We we waited. This wasn't just well, It was just supposed like... to be a reboot. Yes. And it wasn't. No. Like if you're
1: going to do a reboot, go Miami. That was a great reboot. That's how you do it right. Like that was excellent casting. You nailed it. This was just like a bunch of people that don't fit. It, you can't cast a sh- – I, I swear I could – I should be in casting.
0: You and me both.
1: Like we could do a great you job.
0: You and me 100%.
1: I mean Tamra should have come back, cast Megan King, cast some of Tamra's friends – you just can't bring in random people.
0: Do you think that they should just do what they're doing with New York and just start over?
1: Yes. I think at this point you just can't make a cohesive cast. It's just too late. I think you should bring back some of the OGs because there's a nostalgia factor to Housewives. We we don't always want new people. We have to be invested in your life. I wanna see how Simon's doing. You know, I want to meet you know, Brianna's daughter. Like, there is something nostalgic about seeing how these people are. It's why Jersey works so well. Let's be honest. I care about Gia.
0: Jersey I care about had Melania. a season. Oh, my God. They're still doing but well. When
1: Teresa moved out of her house, I was like, I remember when you moved in, picking yeah. up a tile. So I think you ha- you can't just keep casting new people and expect it to fit. You ha- The viewers need to fall in love with you. Otherwise, they're just going to tear you down.
0: I think that's why Shannon still has a job. Personally, I mean, no, no, I'm not coming for her. I just think that's why they kept Shannon. You need something to hold on to. Do you think the OC should do what New York did and have literally two shows, like start over and have an OG show?
1: No, I just I think casting in Orange County is very hard. Um, you it's do? not a cool city like here. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> let's like,
0: n- n- no, no offense. Uh, so I,
1: I moved here for a reason. <laughs> uh, you did. You know, Orange County is really fake. And I, we always say Orange County because that's a show, but it's mainly Newport. Like, because Orange County is diverse. Santa Ana, San Clemente. That's not where they're casting from. They're casting from a very small part of Orange County. Um, no. It's just boring. Everyone says, what do you like about it there? I'm like, there's a lot of parking. Yeah, that's the best thing I can it's say so about it. It's spread out. Like it's a great place it's, it's to raise kids, I guess, because place. there's so much parking and great schools. Yes, but when I'm home now, because I do, you know, I'm we do nesting, so I'm in and out every other week. I go home. I'm with the kids full time. I don't even bother going out because I can only go to Mastros and Javier so many times. And the quiet woman, by the way, it's boring. It's, it's just
0: those three. Those it's like are like really cover bands the only three. from the '80s. I like. I'd rather stay at home and watch. Mind you, every time I'm – I say this all the time. Every time I'm there and go to Mastro's, I don't see none of you. I, Heather and Terry are there all the time. I see nobody. I've been there 8,000 times. No, I, I go to the Quiet Woman. Where is everyone?
1: But um, that's... Yeah, Shannon goes to Quiet Woman a lot, but she goes out later. I'm in bed by 10, so uh, I yeah, go early. Me too. Noella goes to Mastro's a lot. Um, I used to go to Mastro's more because it's a really hot server there.
0: But It's a good scene there. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, then to your point, this is—it's not the cool city like New York. Do you think they should just listen? Dallas has moved on. Well,
1: if I was in charge, I would move it to Peacock.
0: You would, and bring Miami full time to Bravo. Because you know what I would do if I was in charge. This is—I mean, well, what? Okay, what do you think they should do? If the okay, here's you, the okay, OC, Brooklyn. all right. Here, all right, here's what you need what? to do. Used to be a housewife. Let's bring okay. Baldwin back as producer. So, I'm giving you a ra- a promotion now.
1: Bring back Vicky Tamra. Megan King, Heather, keep those four stables because they were a good combination together. I mean, that was iconic. Um, then you either – you have a choice. Cast some of their friends. Tamara has some great friends. Heather Heather has friends. I don't know them, so I don't know if they're great or not. Tamara's I know for in life. Um, and then – or bring back like Alexis or Gretchen.
0: You and I are so alike. I mean, those are good – This is just the reality of the situation. Yeah. First of all, Megan is – first of all, she's underrated, but her whole life has changed now. So she's a different person, people. Bring her oh, yeah. back.
1: I'm friends with Megan. Yeah. In like real life. And
0: I've, I've spoken to her And recently. I love her
1: because she is unapologetically herself. She is honest. She is raw. She went through hell and back and she is – Standing, she is now a single mom working to support those kids. Yeah. Like she's a freaking badass. It'd be so, like a
0: new housewife with OG. With OG, n- but yeah, nostalgia. Alexis, yeah,
1: Gretchen, Megan King.
0: I agree. Tony I mean, Alexis's life is totally different than you saw when she was on it, right? Right.
1: I, you know, she's not Jesus Jugs anymore. Now she's got like a hot boyfriend. She's yeah. living the dream of that.
0: That would be a core cast. Mm-hmm. But I, I think
1: you got to go back to its roots. Try it out on Peacock. See if it hits. And then bring it back,
0: or <laughs> I, I agree. I that's those. Or I say you just got to start over. I say the, yes. the, the integration won't work. Yeah, or you start over. And um, personally, for me, if you are going to start over, I think you need to go not twenties. Uh, listen, off. I I, I no, like housewives. You can't older. do twenties. I, I do forties. I just think right. If we're going to re, I think then we have to go like the hills. A little bit older.
1: One, little kids, no offense, take a lot of time. They're boring. You want people that are a little bit older because you have more free time. You can travel more. Yeah. Like you need women that are a little older. And also, and I this is the truth, as a woman, you find yourself in your late 30s, early 40s. Yes. That's when you come into your own. So yeah, no, I agree. Um there's some amazing people out there that they could find. They need to start over and just do a, like an actual reboot.
0: Do you think they would cancel this?
1: I mean, I'm sure it's not off the table. It's a lot of money. And look at look at things like Ultimate Girls Trip, Summer House. Those are low filming cost. So it's not people just ratings. People always say to me,
0: like, because the, the, the ratings production. for Summer House, they're not great. Listen, now that show has come a long way, but I, I always tell people, I'm like, it is such a cheap show. Yeah. That's what it is.
1: Like, you have to keep in mind the cost, the production crews. It, you could do a much different show with one, you know, one or two crews for a shorter shooting schedule, yeah.
0: And I can tell you this. I don't know what Heather gets paid to come back, but I would think it's a seven – I would think it's seven figures. That's my honest opinion. I don't think Heather came back so easily. I really don't.
1: I mean, I I don't know. And Shannon's I...
0: salary is still up there. Yeah. It's up there.
1: So it's expensive. It's an
0: expensive show.
1: I can't wait to see what happens. I don't They can't keep this up though. This was painful. It was hard.
0: Do you agree with everyone who says – I mean I saw something today that says like worst Orange County housewife in years, Jennifer Armstrong. I'm not saying it. I'm just repeating what I've read today.
1: Um, I think that Jennifer – because I know her personally. I think that Jennifer has a very fine line to walk because she is the breadwinner of her family. So you don't want your doctor throwing glasses and flipping tables. You know, no. She has to keep that line of professionalism. And that is hard in the housewife bubble. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of things that she wish she would have said. I know for a fact a lot of her funny best scenes were cut. I know that because, you know. But um, I think that's hard. I think you have to remember she has to pay her bills, guys. And no one's going to go to a doctor that's like a hot mess, whatever. So. No. Like.
0: What about how do you think Noella did? Even though, like, you didn't watch every minute. She was very. Listen, a lot of people. All, a lot of the things that people said about you, they I mean, Heather Dubrow has put it out there too, but the audience themselves are like, they don't buy it with it all. They think that she is acting. They think she came and studied. They think that her scenes are fake. Well, she was
1: a huge fan. She did study it and she loved Housewives, but I don't think you should hold that against her. Her life imploded. She went into filming with one life. I'm happily married. I'm rich. I'm Life is great. Two. What the hell just happened? Now keep in mind I'm friends with James. So James is one of my good friends. So I am a little bit more like okay, this is what's, you know, but obviously during divorce there's a lot of he said she said. Um but her life imploded. And yeah. I think she was trying to put on a strong front, you know? I think she was self-medicating a lot in the beginning. I, you know, just as her friend, um I I think she was just acting out of anger and rage and hurt. I think at the end of the day, she was so hurt. I think she was so hurt. Um, By what was
0: going on in her life.
1: Yeah. I don't think – I think it blindsided her. And I think she was blindsided by how much the women disliked her. I wasn't. I was like, if they don't like me, they're not going to like you. But I really think she thought that her and Heather were going to be close. I know she did, actually. I know for a fact. She thought they were all – like that they were going to be friends. She thought she was going to make new friends. I don't – and you can watch – she watched me go through it, but I don't think you were really prepared for it. And I was like, they're not going to like you.
0: Did you, you tolerate this? this? Uh,
1: I mean, no, because when she was hired, I was fired. We never talked yeah. again. But, like, I know that it takes a very strong, secure woman to be friends with Noella. And none of those women
0: are. Not even Heather?
1: Heather – I mean, let's be honest. Like, that – Heather's good at putting other people down to make herself look better, I think. But like that card game, I couldn't help but laugh because I got my kids the same one for Christmas. You did? <laughs> I mean, my kids are in their 20s, but like that wasn't porn. If that's if you think that's porn, then I'm so sorry for your sex life.
0: <laughs> that became a thing. Like, are you shocked at her friendship with Shannon though? I mean, they're like.
1: No, oh, uh, I'm not. Like, you know, you need an ally on that show. And, you know, uh, no. Um, she- Noelle has the biggest heart. It's just so – if anyone just gave her a chance and saw past like the sex dungeon craziness and the stacks, that's just kind of her stick. That's her thing. She's over the top. She loves the reaction. But her core thing is she just wants to be loved. She really is. Just
0: the- So she, you don't think she's as fake as what the audience seems to think, a lot no. of them? Do you think she'll be back?
1: I I have – I think with Orange County, there's no – I have no clue what they're going to do because something's broken. They're going to fix it. And for the last – it's been broken for a while and they haven't fixed it. So I feel like I don't know what you're going to do.
0: And also you don't put yourself in this. You want Vicky and Tamara and Jesus Jugs and Megan. You, you don't put yourself in there?
1: I wouldn't go back. It, it really wasn't for me. Really? You know, it – I would do something like Ultimate Girls Trip, quick in and out. Um I am an empath. I feel things. I I'm not like Tamara who just turns it off. It really does affect me. You know, I get emotionally involved. I think I'm better suited for what I'm doing now. You know, I I feed off the energy of helping people. I love the connection, the real one. I can't do the dirty anymore. Like it's just not it's hard to it's hard to be sober and work a program and be a housewife.
0: They don't they don't go together. They don't go together. Would you ever do a Tamra or a Kelly Dodd and spend all day, every day, or David Yantev talking about housewives behind a microphone?
1: I wouldn't. Um, I am working with a media group. I am I have a meeting with them. I want to take Amplified Voices, which I started during the pandemic just at home with my Instagram, uh, to another level. But that won't be housewife-based. That'll be you know sharing stories, um, yeah. LGBTQ, sobriety, uplifting. That's my passion. You know, I yeah, love you should have stories. a
0: podcast in that space. And last
1: night I was at an amazing restaurant, Caillou, uh, that opened up last night.
0: Where's that? Uh, it, China? Uh, is it in Brooklyn?
1: It's not. It, oh. No. It's um, – K-Y-U is how you spell it. There's one in Miami. Okay. And so I was talking to the chef there last night. You know, he's sober and wants to share his story and this. And I reached out to the top chef, Sasha, who's sober. I was watching on the plane. I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And so that to me, will I have people from Bravo on the show? Absolutely. Because a lot of them are my friends. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, my passion is, you know, sobriety, LGBTQ, mental health, and then sharing stories. Because I think when you share like the stories that. of
0: others, you can connect. And that's how you I break like down that. barriers. Okay. See? What else? So then what do you think is the misconception people still have? Like what do you think people still have wrong about you? I think – That they don't realize that these are your passions and this is you moving on and, I mean, we all evolve in life?
1: You know, I think I'll still get thirsty. I'll still get narcissist. I'll still get bad mom. You know, I don't even have an nanny right now. It's just, you know, me and Sean doing our thing. Um, I think I'll always get those because people put them out there.
0: Right. Bad mom. Why are you in New York? Where are your kids? I've seen that on your Instagram. Yeah, all the where time. are my kids?
1: I, you know, it doesn't matter if how many times someone explains co-parenting or nesting, people are always going to blame the mom. I joke because my co-parent hasn't gotten one of those. <laughs> um, but you know, we're we're finding a new groove that works for us and for me, as a gay woman, getting out of Newport Beach was healthy. You know, I needed to be able to explore that side of myself.
0: Do you love being in New York? Oh my god, so much! You do. Oh,
1: I I have cried tears of joy in Central Park, right? Like I've walked through the park sometimes, and I just am so grateful that one that I get to live my life this way. Like I get to wake up in bed next to Victoria, and that's
0: in Brooklyn.
1: Magical, you know. It's magical that I get to spend my life with a woman, um, and I get to be in the city that I always say no one comes here to fail. Now. You don't come to – you know, you don't come to New York because you're like, yeah, I'm giving up in life.
0: Right. I, when I'm like, here I, – Like, I just want an easy life. Yeah. I'm going to go to New York, you, you know? know?
1: and I get to be Bronwyn here. I don't have to be anyone's wife, anyone's mother, anyone's daughter. I've never had that. I and like that. And it's beautiful. And I love it. And I love all the possibilities here. Like, I love it. I have. I cry. I cry. I will be in Central Park crying tears of joy. And I hope every woman at some point gets to live their life for – and you know, people come at me for being a narcissist for saying this for for themselves, but it's not like that. It's not at the expense of others. My kids are doing great. It's I get to live my life, tapping into that core, inner part of us that makes
0: us us. Uh, I'm a single person, so you don't need to tell me about that. Yeah, you have to just you got to live it for yourself and right, like and to be all unconscious I love that you
1: know my relationship with my older two daughters because they're 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 adults now. You know, it's gotten so much better cuz they see their mom as a as a person now. You know, Rowan and Bella and I are so close, the closest we've ever been, and I love that.
0: Have they come to New York to visit yet?
1: They haven't yet. So Bella hasn't met Victoria. She doesn't want to. Really? Um, she's still not comfortable with the
0: whole wow.
1: The whole thing with her parents. Um, Rowan and Vic talk all the time. So Rowan will be the first one to come out here. But right now Vic and I are trying to make our relationship based on us, not the kids.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you guys have like a favorite restaurant in New York? Or favorite place to go?
1: We do. There is a little egg place in Brooklyn. Do you want know to talk about in Williamsburg?
0: Um, Brooklyn no.
1: Okay, that's where we go.
0: No, no shades of Brooklyn. I, I, I just um.
1: I, I mean, I love Brooklyn. I guess Brooklyn. I'm one of
0: those Manhattanites. I know it's all the city and there's – listen, Brooklyn – there's more going on in Brooklyn now than in Manhattan. But I am just one of those like, can't you just come to me today?
1: Yeah. And I, I love getting in the city. I try to get to the park as much as I can. Um, We do Ofra a lot.
0: I love and Avra. then
1: where where's that place that we went yesterday? It is
0: Avra is one of my favorites, and I'm there all the
1: time. Um,
0: that whole area, Fresco, Fresco by Scott is my favorite, right there, 52nd right there. Street. It's uh, so
1: good. So we're at Avra. I love Balthazar. Um, there's so a little French place. You go place.
0: uptown, you go downtown. That's good. I go everywhere. What French place in Midtown? Uh,
1: what's it called? Where, where's my phone? They have the, La Goulet.
0: I'm thinking of that whole midtown scene. Mid-town. Still. And
1: I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna take the time to get to know this because they have this burrata prosciutto thing. Mm,
0: that sounds good. No, it,
1: we ordered two of them yesterday. We ate the first Listen, one.
0: Listen, I love some food, so you don't need to, you don't need to tell me about any of that. You know what I wanted to ask you also before we wrap up. I mean, it's,
1: it's not lauré.
0: Oh, I Where love Lattare.
1: Two six seven Lafayette Street. What is that?
0: Two six seven Lafayette Street. Huh? she sent me the address French. yesterday. I'm trying to like. Okay, let me think. I don't know, but like, I like listen. Saint Ambrose. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay.
1: I love how I'm like on the maps thing. There's okay. one in the West yes, Village. There you go. There's
0: one up town. Yeah, that's Saint, that's Saint my, my other other, other favorite
1: place. Avra and Saint Ambrose.
0: Those are those are okay. Those are good ones. I'm like Lafayette Street. Do you think it's possible to, you know, like we talk about Noella, like, is it possible to come into Housewives just, like, real anymore? It's kind of like where we started this conversation. Like, is it possible for anyone? Or is it just – No.
1: It's not. Because even if you want to and you have the best intentions when you get into a scene to film it, they're like, hey, we need you to talk about X, Y, and Z. We need this to happen. Um. No, I don't think it is anymore. I think you have to go into it knowing it's a, although not scripted, it's, it's produced. You're going to become a character, and you have to be okay with that. No, there's no reality left back into it like it used to be.
0: Right, like you're told to talk about something right. that you may not be ready to talk about, and yeah. so, so then I there think, are cameras. Yeah,
1: so I think you know if you want reality, go watch a documentary or spy on your neighbor.
0: And what's going to happen to Bravo? Like, okay, I mean, I'm not saying crisis mode, people, but the ratings are down for the OC. New York, I mean, was abysmal. And now we have two shows. Shaza Sunset is canceled. Um, what next? You know what I mean? Like Vanderpump had a bad season.
1: I think you need to look at what's working right now. Um, quick, Quick hits. You know, Love is Blind. The ultimatum. These are things that people are tuning into. Netflix and who sort of have have it down. Netflix I has need, come
0: out of nowhere, honey. I think to you need to change the, the
1: formula a little bit and I think everyone knows that. You know, people came out of the pandemic, we want, you know, we want to tune into something, we want to get obsessed with it and then we move on to the other thing. We also we have short attention spans. Yeah. I mean, if someone sends me a text that's too long, I'm like, "Oh, I can't read that." Um, so I think that I think Bravo obviously has a lot of smart people working there and they're going to start realizing things like The Ultimate Girls Trip is going to become more popular. Yeah, we're you know we're going to have these quick little mashups, low low cost to produce, in and out. People tune in
0: instead of your million dollars. Here's your two hundred thousand. Just go and film and this and it, get out. You mm-hmm. know, and
1: it's a you know ten day filming schedule. You get to check in with people, but it's not the commitment because it just doesn't work anymore. And
0: it's light. It's yes. light. We're not going dark. We're not going light.
1: Pandemic. Like, no. no one wants that anymore. We're done. We want light. We want uplifting. We want McDonald's for the brain.
0: Kind of. Before I ask you one more question, do you keep in touch with anyone but Tamra from your Meghan, experience? Megan. Oh, yeah.
1: We didn't film together, actually. She did a, a cameo. Um, I just saw her at the Glad Awards, and we're doing an event for the El Paso Recovery Center next month. So-
0: I like it. You
1: know, those are the only two. Um,
0: Who are you most likely, if you were going to reconcile, would it be a Kelly? Would it be a Vicky? Would it be a Shannon? and Emily and a Gina thrown in there?
1: Um- you know, I, I've i never had any ill will towards Kelly. Um, she actually has introduced me to an amazing group of people that I'm still friends with. Um, you know, Kelly is Kelly. I have no ill will. Um, Vicky, I don't know her that well, but I wish her nothing but the best. You know, she seems th- like a lovely person. As far as the other women that I film with, no, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Maybe one day. Listen, Kelly seems to have bigger fish to fry with Heather. That's her main
1: you know, I, I, people always think, like, "Oh, you." I'm like, no. Kelly was sweet to me. You know, she, she. I have a lot of really good memories with her, and she did introduce me to some amazing people, and I am very appreciative to that. I always will be.
0: One day, I think you and Kelly, and you and Vicky, will be friends.
1: And I, I'm very, I forgive and forget. Like if yeah. you're if you're a good person, I can just get like, over it. I,
0: I get over things. There's some people like that like I just seconds. don't
1: like, and I'm like, I don't want to forget, like get yeah. over it, because I actually don't like you. But like, I like Kelly.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Vicky's cool. Like the yeah.
0: I feel the same way, yeah. Those are good ones. Ooh. Yeah. We can just leave it at that. Thank you. Anything else? Like, what else do you want to promote? What else do you want to talk about before we go? Thank you for entertaining my many, many, many questions. I
1: know. It's been a long time, and I think that was important. You know, I, I needed to go take a step back. Um, no, you know, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm living out here. I have a bunch of things that I'm working on, but I still can't talk about them.
0: So you can So hopefully come back.
1: in like six months – <laughs> I'll be here to promote lots of other. Well, things. Well, you know what I say
0: to people: your first time is like we got to get it out. The next time you come back, we don't need to talk about housewives. At you know all.
1: what I would love? I would what? love to, uh, for you to meet Victoria and have the viewers meet I would her love and the listeners. Bring her back. Yeah, I would love to do it with her because because
0: I have listen. I like I've yeah I got questions for her just of, in general. Like she's a model. She's you know she's hip. Like yeah, because a with lot her. of times we're
1: like Broadwin's girlfriend. I'm like, there's so much more to her than that. She's an yeah. amazing woman. So I would love to come back and do one of these with her.
0: I am – you see, like, I I, I like this. I, first of all, I love a joint interview. That's the first thing. It's it's all – it's good when it's a lot of people, right? Yeah. I'll bring coffee. Okay, so sh- she'll come back next time. Oh, perfect. We'll talk about, <laughs> like, her world and, you know, all these things and, you know, anyone that does a deep dive into her IG, she's got a lot going on. I know. Yeah. I know. She's Like you phenomenal. said, you get to do all the cool stuff with her. She's phenomenal. She's – Phenomenal. What are you guys doing tonight? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Staying in? You're um, looking at me like
1: – No, I, I am I going, didn't mean it in like
0: a dirty yeah, sort of way. Um,
1: I'm going to – I'm actually going to join my friend Nolan. We have a charity event for, to help homeless women and their children get back on their feet.
0: Nice. Um,
1: and I'm going to do that later. And I'm, I'm going to go dancing. I'm headed down to – I might go to Duplex. I love that area. So I'm going to go out dancing tonight.
0: The duplex is amazing.
1: I don't get kicked out, so I'm lucky.
0: <laughs> I love the duplex. Where can everyone find you and follow that wants to follow you, that doesn't already follow you? I'm sure most people do. I mean,
1: obviously, my Instagram, IGTV. I have TikTok, which I am a little too old for, but I love it, um, especially if you're sober, though. If you're sober or coming out later in life, I, a lot of my stuff is about that. So Bronwyn yes. Windenberg, Bronwyn WB. You can find me. Barefoot and Heels is my blog where I do a lot of my parenting stuff, Barefootandheels.com. I love it.
0: This has been so wonderful. I wasn't – see, that, that wasn't so bad, right? No, like, you no, know, no. We talked about lots of things other than housewives. <laughs> I really appreciate you being here. Come back. You'll come back with Victoria next yes, time. Yes, we'll do that next time. This was so much fun. Thank you so much, Bronwyn. Bye.